Doctrine and Devotion's first annual West Coast Conference is going down Saturday, September 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Rancho Santa Margarita, California. It's all about contending for the gospel, protecting orthodoxy, and promoting unity. Go to DoctrineAndDevotion.com slash West for more details. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. You're back. I'm back. You're back. You're, um, you got darker. No, I got to where I'm supposed to be. Is this, oh, this is what you, this, this is, is ideal? This is like, this is like resting heart rate for me. Resting heart rate? I mean, isn't that what it's like when you're like not resting doing Resting brown face. That's what it is. I have rest. Yeah, but yeah. you know how like when you're like, your heart oh, is you're at a stable? Oh, you Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is like what my skin condition is supposed to be. Okay. Uh, it does look good. I know. You it look doesn't healthy. Because you it's look, the way it's supposed to be. You look vibrant. Yeah. You know? So you were in you were in Jamaica. Yep, in Jamaica. And now you're back. I'm back. But you said something about you had to, like, what happened? You had to go to the doctor or something. What, what, no, what are you doing? No, I'm just curious. Stop like, Because you had to go. Stop. I know Why you are you were talking in about these things? No, I just, I, you know, I didn't want to, if I asked, you would say I can't bring it up. So now we're on. Well, so, I know. Now you're going to ask me yeah, while we're so on air. what happened? Why don't you explain to no, everybody? I don't know what happened, but it, just something's wrong with my ear. Okay. And it's it's the dead one also. So you know, Jimmy Jimmy's basically deaf in one ear. And now something happened to it. So what, what what happened? Like so, like really, you had pain or something? What was severe going on? pain? I couldn't sleep. Yeah, for the last forty eight hours. Actually, no. This last, I couldn't sleep for the for the first forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. Last night, I slept for five hours straight. Okay, so you, that's you, a win. So you go to the doctor to find out what's going on. Yep. And what did he say? Is like ear infection or what? No, I asked him. I, well, I said I, I, it's got to be. It's some sort of outer infection. I asked him if it was swimmer's ear because I was you know swimming. He goes, ah, don't look like that, but something's wrong. And then he's like, buckle up. This is going to hurt. And then what'd he do? He did something with my ear and it hurt. All right. So and then I flinched and he said, aren't you a Cherokee? You're supposed to be strong and brave. Oh, and I was like, wait, what? That's a microaggression, dude. Yeah. And I was like, and he, it's like this. It's like my old, it's like an old Polish doctor, you know, oh, old, yeah. from the old country. Really right. nice guy. Loves my kids. Really yeah. good with my family. Eh, I guess he thought I was Cherokee. I All wish right. I was so lucky. So, so you're. So you you went to Jamaica, you got water in your ear, and you I had to go so. to the hospital. Yeah, you had to go to the hospital because you had water in okay. your ear. First of all, all right. he did not say you, it was yeah, swimmer's ear. You got water in your ear. I you asked dirty him. Ears, I sp- I you have dirty said ears, it. and you had to go to the doctor to get them cleaned out. That's why it hurt, pulling out all that black wax. Yeah. There's no black wax. Mm, oh, not anymore. Yeah, that's why it hurt so bad. <laughs> oh, but it hurt so bad. Well, man, I'm glad that you're back. I missed you, and uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, there's balance in my world again now that you're here. No, man, it's good to see your car out there. Yeah, it's working. Everything's good. Good. Your one car's yeah. working. What happened to your van? Uh, you know, stuff happens. No, I, I would have asked you earlier, but I thought I'm just going to ask no, you I don't, on the I'm, air. I'm, see, I'm not like you. I'll just tell the whole thing. Yeah, go ahead tell the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Battery was, died. Battery died? Mm-hmm, that was it. Wait, that's it? No, yeah. can't that be it? Because Jen's not driving it. Yeah, she is. She was driving the Mini Coupe today. Yeah, it's just because she was driving the Mini exactly. Cooper. Exactly. So that is a lie. No. So less. we have less. Less, less landfare is in yeah, that house. So less, one this. thing you, maybe you don't know is Joe sucks at buying cars. He is horrible. His The cars that he buys all just dead. All right, first of all, that's not true. No, no. <laughs> no, not true. The only thing that's ever happened with the minivan is the battery finally died. That's the only thing. Nope. So it's really good. Hey, Les, thanks for joining our podcast once again. It's been, how long has it been? A couple years? 
Yeah, like three probably. Hey, whiz. Man. Yeah, so but Les showed up last time and we were he were giving him Chicago style food, oh, uh, that Italian beef, oh, yeah. all this stuff. And now he gets up and I'm like, hey man, what do you want to do for lunch? And he's like, I'm gonna diet. Oh geez. It's embarrassing oh. enough in my personal life now. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so world. yeah, he's he's watching his figure uh-huh. and he's not eating. So I look you know, good though, right? You do look good. You look you look better you look than last right. time. Not actually. You know who he looks like? Compliments. You know who he looks like? He looks like Mike Siever. Doesn't he look like Mike Siever? A little bit. Yeah. What's his name? Mike Sieber? You just said Mike Sieber. No, no. What's oh, his real name? Oh, Kirk Cameron. You look like Kirk Cameron. Thank we'll you. do a side by side. I'll take that a as a side by side with Kirk Cameron. He you take Kirk too. Cameron? Yeah, Kirk Cameron's a good looking guy. Oh yeah, he is. Ugh. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know who else thinks that Kirk Cameron's good? <laughs> My wife, Jen Thorne. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. the story of Jen Thorne and Kirk Cameron? Uh, no. Kirk oh. Cameron. I think I think Kirk Cameron is on her like backup list. If yeah. if I die, yeah. and he's available, I, I think uh, no, she's. No. There's actually more truth to that than you realize. Oh, jeez. Because he doesn't follow Joe Thorne or read his books or read his blog posts and share Well, he it. might. He might read me. But anytime know. Jen posts an article, posts a picture, tweets, Kirk Cameron's the first one okay. to retweet, That's like, a, and a little share. Bit of to retweet, like, and share what? Jen's material. What? Okay. No, no, no. Am all I wrong? Does, yeah. Because he doesn't no, no. do it. All, all he does is... <laughs> it, it, He's taken a number of her articles uh-huh. and, and republished them on his website and linked them back to her. What? So that is crazy. Yeah, you know what's crazier is one time we were at this family reunion that her that her uh, American side of her family puts on, and so we're in this like resort community, and we're sitting there. My back's to the door. Everybody's chilling and hanging out, and uh, I can hear the door open behind me, jingling like the bell top, jingling, and Jen, her mouth drops open like oh, jeez, oh, and she says, Kirk. Cameron just walked in and I said shut up and she's like he's right behind you and I can hear Kirk Cameron talking to the owner like oh yeah yeah you know hey I'll come back later or whatever and then he I, I turned around just to just to see his bare feet walking out Ooh, they must have been nice though oh man they were like tan yeah. and clean mm. so yeah yeah I uh you got I'm better not- you got better theology than Kirk Cameron though I, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't really know his theology yeah, he's, all that he's, well, but from what I understand. Yeah. You know, he loves Jesus, and that's that's yeah, the most yeah. important thing. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Not but, everybody's a hater like you, Les. Hey, <laughs> so if you guys don't know who Les Lanfear is, um, Les and Tanner started a very popular podcast that um, is no longer in production, but uh, there is a huge catalog of episodes that you can listen to called The Reformed Pubcast. Lots yeah, so, on- so why did your podcast die, and why is it that you left Tanner? Oh, wow. Um, well, it's not, we never said we were done. We just kind of stopped. Mm. Um, so potentially. hiatus. So yeah, there's always, there's always that hanging carrot that potentially we could come back. It's just not happening right now. You guys are busy. Because yes. you're Les, making uh, films. Tanner is yeah. a doctor and you are a filmmaker. I apparently How good filmmaker. does it feel to it's, just be a, you are, that's what you do. You're yeah. a filmmaker. I, yeah. I'm just wondering how long it'll last, but. Yeah, right as now long it's as very, you very don't sweet. Suck. Yeah, yes, as long yes. as you're not a terrible Yeah, because your first maker. one was good. That was Thank really you. good. We'll just see how the second one does. Exactly. So the first film that I, you made. I'm wondering myself how the second one's going to be. <laughs> so the first documentary that you made was Calvinist. Yeah. And um, and I was, I, I like to think like I was there for the very beginning when you were just thinking like maybe I could do mm, a documentary. Yeah. No, you I'm were. letting you know, Les was just shaking your head. No, he was, you were saying I like to think and you were like this. Uh, doesn't really think. <laughs> no, so yeah, much. you did. You I, ju- I just watched yeah, I was you doing that. I, yeah. did, I, I thought I, I thought it was an up and no, down. No, you were not doing this. Oh, it's a side to side. I yeah, thought it was an up and slip. Down. Yeah, yeah. It's like the neck muscles. I don't have mm. the control. So tell us a little bit about the for the the handful of people, probably like 
Steve McCoy. Yeah, Steve McCoy does not know the documentary. Um, why don't you explain to them what the Calvinist documentary is? Well, I, I, whenever I think back to starting the Calvinist movie, uh, I, the fondest memory is hanging out with you guys because this, this was the first stop. That's right. Was I came to Chicago, did Legacy. Uh, hung out with you guys, and I'd never really, you know, I, I've never actually met you guys before. Yeah. And man, I just think back on it, and you guys were so time. kind and cool. And it was so much fun. Then you and said then, we weren't Christians. Well, that was, yeah, let's that, not that talk about that. Yeah, that was the aftermath that. of it. Yeah. yeah. That was the, maybe the yeah. dumbest I'm thing not, I've ever no, done. Was, there were times when was, I did not think I was trolls trolls hanging out so with here, here's, here's what actually happened is you guys sort of influenced me to to just be funny. Yeah. just I was just being funnier than usual. We didn't have a problem with what No, we didn't have a problem with it. I know you didn't. We had a problem with like what everybody The reactions. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know what we're talking about, Les went on. He's like, man, I, I was like hanging out with these guys, having such a good time. I didn't know if they were even Christian. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny. It was like, yeah, okay, it was weird. You know? It was a weird thing I did. Um, you were but, fine. And then we went to Portland, hung out more there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you you guys, I think I could say that you guys were definitely the most supportive of the whole project. And um, I just, whenever I think about, you know, hanging out with you guys, just so, so great. And both of us are in the pot. Both of us are in <clears throat> Jimmy Calvinist. In Calvinist. Yeah. I have, well, I have, I have about, a cameo. Yes. I have about 30 seconds of dialogue yeah, and Jimmy has about 15 unfair. seconds of hair waving. <laughs> hair <laughs> shaking. And b- yeah. Bible oh, journaling. Yeah. That's right. Oh, just journaling <laughs> yeah. too. See, journaling. And I couldn't believe you were sitting there while I was having my quiet time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to make a buck off your Bible <laughs> off <my> study. <laughs> um, so what is the Calvinist documentary fundamentally about? For Steve McCoy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it's about the uh, sort of the experience of myself and a lot of people uh, in my generation that discovered Reformed theology. Um, and there was sort of this, you know, this phenomenon that happened where all of a sudden – um, Calvinism became popular. Yeah. And so that's, that's what the movie's about, basically, just, just recounting that. And along the way, I use sort of that device to explain what Calvinism is. So I, I think maybe, you know, looking back on it, because, you know, I didn't know what I was doing and I was kind of throwing it together and this is what made the most sense to me. But I think the most uh, beneficial part of the way that I ended up telling the story is that it's very disarming to to just watch a movie that's not telling you necessarily what to believe you're just yeah. watching there's no finger wagging yeah you're just yeah. you're just you're just watching basically me and a lot of other people tell you what we went through and how it blew our minds and you know it, and telling you what exactly the doctrines were that that uh, accomplished all that so i'll tell you man the uh, christians like to make movies um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Christians like to make really bad movies. Um, and the, everybody understands this. Like the, 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 whether it's the acting or the script or the production or the editing or whatever it is, you know, a synodoc, whatever. Um, like they're just, they're, they're, they're just not very good. But the, the quality of production, the editing, the, the animation that you do, you do all of it. You yeah. do everything. And you would think like, if the guy's going to do everything, he's going to be, one of the, one of the things is going to be bad. The narration is not, is going to be bad. He's not going to have the voice for it. You rock that. Yeah. The animation, I mean, he's doing, it's going to be like a flip book. Nope. It's, it's amazing. It's really disarming yeah. and it's inviting. Cause didn't you work at Pixar? I didn't work at Pixar. I worked <laughs> at uh, Blue Sky. I, I, yeah, I did work in the animation studio for oh, a while. Okay. Animation yeah. studio. Yeah. Blue yeah. Sky. So, yeah. So he yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that Pixar? 
Well, didn't Pixar use them? No, but it's it's like that same sort. Of, it was a like a Hollywood. You told me Pixar. I, I didn't say you Pixar. sold me on Pixar. All right, All right. I worked at Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, it's a great documentary. I can't tell you how many people. I mean, I've oh, watched yeah. it. I've I loved it. We encourage people to watch it, and it's had a great effect, uh, a great impact. Right? People that don't like documentaries like that documentary. And how long is it? It's an hour and a half. It's a legit. Yeah. Like that's a fi- like a lot of documentaries are sixty minutes. Um, yeah. Like this is a like I a think I think an hour and a half is the key. Yeah. Two hour documentary is like eh, it's just information for two hours. This is a little bit oh, too I can much. Do it if it's a good but one. but an hour and a half is substantially saying like you know I have something important to say that's mm-hmm. worth 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 a little bit of time. So I think that's really that's, the, that's the way. So this new one will also be ooh, shooting for. Ooh, there's, there's a new one. one. Oh, a new one. oh. Yeah. So what is this? What is so if people want to get the Calvinist documentary, they can go to calvinistmovie.com. Yeah. Uh, or lesslandfear.com. Yeah, and they can stream it on Amazon and iTunes and Vimeo. Also, you can buy DVDs. Like, no no <laughs> joke. You guys know that we don't promote stuff that we don't like. Watch that documentary. Pay for that documentary. Support our man, uh, Les, so that he can continue to be a filmmaker and not just a bum on the street. <laughs> there so, you go. <laughs> tell us about this new documentary. Um, I heard you just had the opportunity yesterday to interview another gi- theological giant for this. Mm-hmm. Like you had R.C. Sproul last time. Yep. Uh, you had um, like you had like the Legionnaire guys. You had um, a lot of like heavy hitters. And so, what's uh, what's going on with this one? Who are you interviewing? Uh, if you can share that, and what is it about? So the the main name attached to this project is Joseph Thorne. Mm. Oh, is that the main name? Big yeah. dog. It's not going to yeah. make a lot of money. Big oh, dog. Is that right? It's not about yeah. the money, Jimmy. Oh, it's about yeah. It the is. Truth. Unless it is. It's about the quality. Yeah. It's about the art. Yeah. Is this so, a problem, Jimmy? Do we have to like? Yeah, you need to change I, that. So yeah. why don't we go with we a different something? name? What, what, oh, who's a different name? Um, well, there's some other people in it. We got like Kevin DeYoung. Should I? That, should, that's maybe a better that's, one. That's yeah. one. Maybe he I should. He looks like Jerry Seinfeld at like 75. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he looks like a 75 year old Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh man, I like uh, Kevin DeYoung. Yeah, that's, that's what he looks like, like. It's kind of true, but, but he's yeah. but Kevin DeYoung's a he's uh, a really sharp dude. Yeah, he's, yeah. Sharp. he's he's the best. He's yeah. He's well. I mean, he's like second to Joe Thorne. Yeah, I mean, not everybody. Jimmy, no, that, no one says that. Oh no, I should should okay. So I, Kevin I DeYoung. All right, who else? I need who some else? marketing help. Yeah, here. Get, get, get some hard hitters right here. Um, we got you, Joel Beakey. Oh, so see, Joe smart. Down. Joel Beakey. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I noticed. I noticed last time that uh, my name was like when you started. You just had a couple of names that were being interviewed, <laughs> and so like it would be like the banner. It'd be Calvinist documentary, and it would be one name, Joe Thorne, and another name. And then as names were added, <laughs> I kept getting pushed to the right. Yeah, I kept getting pushed to the right until no. at the end I, I just fell off. I wasn't even on it anymore. Everybody, all these big wigs were on. There. I was like, yeah, oh, you're still on there. Th- thanks, I, thanks if, a lot, man. Well, you can imagine it like like reading or listening to a song, mm-hmm. right? So you start off with the RC Sproul, yeah. you, know, you get your attention, mm-hmm. and but and then you know, kind of kind of droops a little bit in the middle. The Joe but then you got the <laughs> no the crescendo at the end. Okay, so who's the dip down? Who was the dip who's down? Who's the dip down? down? Um, I don't want to say anyone's mm, name okay. right now. All right, Travell Rounds. <laughs> I don't think he was on the poster. No, he wasn't allowed. All right, so this new documentary, you're interviewing uh, a variety of people uh, from the Reformed perspective, from the Reformed tradition. And what is the subject of the documentary? Reformed worship, mm. which is uh, pretty super boring. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the thing. The thing about Reformed worship is that we're trying to steer away from all this. Kind of, you know, emotionalism, and there's there's a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of things that we we'd see in the evangelical world that we could maybe criticize, and what that ends up being, if if you're trying to compare the two, is one looks very 
um, boring. The word maybe. is ordinary. Ordinary, oh, yeah. I know you like that word. That is the word, yeah, ordinary. But uh, so the 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 so my task at, in all of this that I the burden that I put on myself is to make a movie that's interesting and you know exciting and will will actually evoke people to mm. to hopefully think things through and, and maybe change some of their behaviors um, ab- it's about also, a subject that is potentially <laughs> not, not super exciting. What I like about the way that you do these docs, I can say these now because there's two, um, is that even if you don't share the perspective of the documentary that, that's coming, right, of, of the speakers, of the um, theologians that are on there, it is, it is educational and compelling. So – like even if somebody's like, well, I don't buy that view, but I'm I'm going to get educated on their view, and I'm going to understand their view better, so I don't have a caricature in my mind about what reformed worship is like. Yeah. So I love that, and I can only imagine because you asked me questions that I didn't I didn't even understand. I was like, I don't know what they're talking about. That's um, not true. So I I can't wait to see how these various theologians and pastors are answering these questions to help people to understand what's at stake and what worship is really about because um, the the questions are very rich. And, and some of them are very specific and it for, it'll force people to not just evaluate, uh, the worship in their local church. It'll force them to evaluate themselves in the context of corporate worship. I think it's going to be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, that's the hope. Just, you know, if, if, even if, so, you know, the, the reformed worship, the, the, the word that we would, or the phrase that we would use to sort of describe it is the regulative principle mm-hmm. of worship. Yeah. Which sort of sets us apart from from other traditions, and but but all the regulative principle is is basically saying what does God want in worship? So that mm. if 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 the movie can do anything, if the Lord blesses it in any way, like all I all I'm hoping is that people will maybe realize that they should stop asking what do I want mm-hmm. in, worship. in worship? Yeah, that's and really good. Start like asking that. what does God want. And if if That's even a fundamental just a small shift shift yeah in in thinking would be yeah. huge, yeah. I mean, every I mean, how many times do we hear? I went to this church, like so. We have people at our church, right? And they'll relocate to another state, and they're kind of excited, like you know, they're sad because they love their church, they love Redeemer Fellowship, and they're like, All right, but but it'll wow, we got so many churches we're going to choose from in this new state, and so they'll go to a place like oh I don't know Tennessee, and uh, they'll be like all oh, these churches everywhere. And they'll, they'll come back to me and they'll say like, man, I found a church. The preaching is great. The people are great, but I just, I don't enjoy the worship. I can't do the worship. You're talking about the Lanos? First of all, it's pronounced Lano. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> so the, what, what I'm saying is, is the, I hear this a lot. I hear this a lot. Tennessee might be a reference to the Lanos. <laughs> and it's like, so, but they are actually very reformed. And so they're, mm-hmm. what they're struggling with is the superficiality of, yeah. but, but a lot of people, like they will go from church to church until they find a worship service that is actually meeting their particular brand of felt needs. And uh, oftentimes like the, the hitting them in a way that they are most moved emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean like, you know, I think I've said this before, my my wife has like a charismatic background, right? Oh That's, yeah, she does. Oh yeah, cool. oh yeah, like capital yeah. C, yeah, charismatic. Anglican charismatic. You know how oh, hardcore wow. they are. That's not a thing. I don't <laughs> even know if that's not is a that thing. Real? You just made that no, up. That, no, that's real. That's yeah. real. Okay. No, that's real. Anglican Anglican Coalition of Canada. Yeah. Google it. Canada <laughs> messes up everything. Yeah. This is why you're this is why you're a big zero Canada. Oh, you mess it. up everything. All right, go ahead. It's they, a big tent. It's a big French tent. fries though. 
Say it again. They fixed French fries uh, with poutine with with gravy and okay. Here's the thing. Curds. Okay, so they invented something cool, but then they called it poutine. Yeah. They can't do anything right. <laughs> and you then put poo in the word of the dish that you're supposed to eat. And so then, anyways, and so then to just, order poutine, you go to a poutinery. Yep, which is a dirty word. I'm yep. pretty sure. <laughs> I'm in pretty French, sure it's, a dirty it's gotta be. <laughs> so, anyway, right, go ahead. Your yeah, charismatic well, you know, wife. And so you know, charismatic. Uh, but we, you know, we came here, and the church before we came here was not charismatic. It right. was Baptist, uh, more fundamental Baptist than uh, just their fundamental Baptist. But we came here, and you know, the one thing she did say, she's like, "Man, the worship's not where I'd like to be at." Yeah. Right. But the preaching, the leadership, the the statement of faith, like the people. This is definitely what is honoring to God here, right? And that's just, that was one of the things that I, I know for us was really important was how God was honored in worship. Sorry, Redeemer Band, that they think you're terrible. The Michelle thinks you're awful. <gasps> that Redeemer, was back then. The now, she's now she's on it. Now she's on it. She's oh, got she worship team right. tonight. Yeah. You should know she's on the worship team. She on the worship team. You big dummy. I didn't know she was on the worship team. Stop it. Yeah, and that's that's sort of the part of the problem is that we sort of, we can sort of categorize these things. So it's like, what do you want out of, I don't know, it, it, putting evangelicalism in its, in its best light, what do they want out of preaching? Yeah. Well, they want... Um, Relevant. They want, That's going to be the word. Well, I, I, I don't want to... Uh, what, what they should want and what they want if they describe it to you would be that it's true to the word of God, right? Yeah. Like it's biblical. They want it to be biblical. And relevant. <laughs> that, well, listen, I'm just saying that word these is are, always yeah, these are all These are all like sort of the, the issues, but but... At least as far as their thinking goes, yes. and our thinking, you know, I'm, I'm lump, gotta lump myself in there too. But when it comes to music, all of a sudden, you, you don't want it to be biblically relevant or biblically true necessarily. What you want is to feel something. You, yeah. you want to you want to get in there. So that that it, you want some sort of emotion. So, but why why do we think that we need to feel something? It's like. What does the word worship even mean? What are we doing? We're going mm -hmm. to this place to gather together with these people to worship someone. And so whose preference matters in that in that situation? The one who is worthy of worship. The one yeah. we're worshiping. Yep. Yeah. He gets to tell us what to do. And so your your say means nothing. It should mean nothing. If we just think about it on that simple level of what we're actually doing when we gather together. And yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that he's calling us to do, especially on September 28th. He's calling us to gather together mm -hmm. at Rancho Santa Margarita, that's right. California, mm -hmm. so that we can gather for the Doctrine and Devotion West Coast Conference. Jimmy, best transition of the year. <laughs> best transition of the year. <laughs> that is what the Lord is calling you. You know what? Uh, let me Give me a moment. I just received word from the Lord. Word of wow. knowledge. Word of knowledge. Word of knowledge. Oh. The Lord has just said, head out over to doctrinedevotion.com slash west and re register for the Doctrine Devotion Conference, West Coast Conference for September 28th. It's, mm -hmm. what is it, from 10 to 4, we're going to have a hangout for those registered on, on Friday, Friday night. night. Gonna it's going to be great. So there's still time. It's only what? $40 to register? It's basically free because it's $40 and $40, $40 is nothing. for it's a micro zero. conference. That yeah. is, that's going to be great. Jofo. Logos is going to be there. Logos is, is Logos is going to be there and they're going to have some great deals. Discounts for, those for our people. There. We're going to do a live D&D uh, &D recording. Looking it's, forward to it's it. It's going to be good. I'll tell you what, you know who's on the ground there? You know who's on the ground prepping things for us? Uh, oh, uh, Mom Spaghetti? No, Chris Pobletti. <laughs> <laughs> Second best dress. 
So thanks, Chris, for all the work that you and, and King's Cross Church is doing. And thank uh, you, Alyssa, for marrying Chris, because I, that has to be a ministry and a challenge. No, that is itself. your thorn in the flesh. Yes. Uh, Wait, we what? Just, what? Okay, that's go th- ahead. That's, th- mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a th- the thorn in the flesh. Right. That's your cross to bear is Chris Pobletti. Mom Spaghetti. Never forget it. There you go. So, All right. So this documentary, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're <laughs> are you oppressed less? Are you oppressed? That, are you not entertained? Yeah. No, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. That's all we do is. Uh, I love contextual advertising. <laughs> In the context of worship. <laughs> we advertise ourselves. You know, you know, you know who pays for this advertising? We do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know what it's like to run a podcast. You, uh, yeah. you basically spend a lot of money, but you don't get a lot of money. Yeah. That's, what, that's what happens. And that's okay. That's weird. Yeah, that's the weird thing about it. Yeah, because it's fun. It's yeah. good. And, and then everyone gets mad. Like, oh, oh, we they're advertising their conference. What for? Well, oh. I used to listen. I used to listen, but then, and then, then you they started having ads. ads. Yeah. They oh, forget pff. that it costs $500 a month to run a podcast, yeah. but it doesn't matter <laughs> because I should be able to do it for free. You know, if it wasn't, if, if, if there was just like a button I could push to fast forward like by 15 or 30 seconds past the ad, if I just look down on top, I can see, I can see it push the button, but I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> See, I don't know why we have fans. We don't. Yeah, we you, don't. You just insult them. We have them. followers. <laughs> we have acolytes. <laughs> Fanboys and sycophants. That's what we have. All right. So, Les, when when you think about, because Les is a serious Presbyterian, okay? And I, I feel yeah, like I don't it know took, why me, you're it took me us. about six hours to get Les to loosen up a little bit, I think, like when he got here. That's feel not like, true. I feel like, no, were, I, feel like I made up my mind that... I think the last interactions we've had, you have you have pointed out that I was still in the cage stage Presbyterian uh, thing. So yeah. I, I made up my mind that we're not going to talk about this issue. I don't right. wa- I don't want to fight you oh, on this. No. I just want to hang out with my buddy. Yeah, I know. I know. We're not talking about pedo baptism. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about you know any of that stuff. Um, I was in the cage stage for sure. Well, well, maybe well, everybody is in a, well, some kind of cage. When stage, you're right? fresh into something, yeah. you're in a cage stage because you're sure. pumped. Sure. You're excited. Taylor Swift's new album just came out. Oh, I'm in a cage stage about Swift. Taylor Swift's new album. Yeah. She my jam. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> so anyways, Les, when you're thinking about worship, because you're a serious Presbyterian, you, you and, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm not joking. Like Les takes God's word very seriously. Yep. He takes his church very seriously. He takes his own churchmanship very seriously. Les is a serious dude about the right things, not about the wrong things. Now, what I'd like to know is when it comes to worship, what is your, like, what is it that troubles you the most about what is happening among Bible-believing Christians in corporate worship? And what is your hope for worship to change among Bible-believing Christians? Oh, that's a good question, man. I know it is because I just asked it. I know. It's probably one you should be asking in your documentary, but continue. Mm, yeah. Do some research. You're welcome. Research, yeah. yeah. Oh, I should make a movie about that question. <laughs> um, so... So when I first sort of conceptualized what I wanted to make with this movie, it was I had this this visual right of um, you've seen Doctor Strange, right? Or yeah. any of yeah, have you seen I, any yeah. of? The I don't Marvel? watch Marvel nerd. Movies. Oh, you don't no. watch Marvel nerd. No, I don't no, watch nerd. No. Okay, yeah, don't. I, I, I watch I'm good movies. I watch film. Go ahead. Oh, so man, Doctor so Strange, good. continue. Good. Anyway, Doctor Strange. Man. In Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Ben Doctor Cumberbean. What's his name? Yeah, Cumber 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 Scratch. What's his name? I don't know. I don't know. All right, we get a. So, C-X-V-L-I. Roman numerals. Go ahead and figure that number out. Continue. 
While he's handling that, that's an inside joke. Let him figure that out. Go ahead. Oh, that's sweet. That's a good way to distract Joe. Um, So uh, Doctor Strange does this like spinny thing and this portal appears. Yep. Sounds awesome. And it's it's like got sparks. It's cool. Mm -hmm. So I was was sort of envisioning this portal floating above a pulpit in a very simple, like simplified church, right? Like stripped down, nothing, nothing decorative or anything. And so this is the portal. The portal represents God's word preaching of God's word, reading God's word, whatever. So this is God's word. And this is the ordained way that God wants to commune with his people. Okay. So we uh, we sing God's word, we pray God's word into this portal, essentially, and he speaks to us through it, and it's all through the word of God. Um, so that's, that's what God wants, is for his word to be this powerful thing that takes all of our focus. We, we focus all of our attention to this thing, and that's how the communion takes place. But what we do is we say, well, that's good, but it could use some help. So then we throw a guy up there treading on guitar. Because uh, that's gonna that's gonna help. Nice little solo. Yeah. Or we throw someone up there doing doing something, some emotional video production that's gonna like like move people's hearts. Interpretive dance with flags. Yeah, and we think that we're pointing to the portal, but what we're actually doing is dis- we're distracting people mm-hmm. away from it. Mm-hmm. And so that's my biggest. I mean, that's like the ultimate, like at the core of of what what concerns me is that the things that we think we're doing to help God's word be more effective are actually distractions away from it. And that's, that's what I want to see is for people to to remember that we're not trying to entertain goats, which yeah. is, you know, we can all, obviously we all say that and we all believe that, but, but if we're doing things that are extra doing things beyond what God has asked for, then what are we doing? other than trying to help God's word do something. Mm -hmm. But God's word is actually powerful. So allow it to do what it's supposed to do. You don't need to add anything to it. So that what that ends up being is simplicity. Mm -hmm. Worship should be much more simple than we're making it because it is simple and it's, it's one man's work essentially. Like the, the pastor stands up there and does his, does his work of reading and preaching and praying and the congregation is joining in to this. This okay. Talk about this. Work. Talk about this. Talk about the dialogical principle for Ooh. our people because they're not. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think most of our listeners are going to know what the dialogical principle Especially is. Especially Steve McCoy is not. So Steve please, McCoy don't. Steve McCoy don't know has, the dialogical principle. No. Yeah. So explain the dialogical principle and why it's beautiful. Mm. So so if you take that illustration that I was just saying, if you can still see that portal in your mind. Mm-hmm. The dialogical principle is to say that God speaks to us and then we speak back to God. So there's a dialogue. So what corporate worship is, is a dialogue. God calls us into worship. through. So his, the call to worship, like a lot of churches will have at the beginning on the front end. Yeah, and, and usually there'll be a, a scripture reading. Yep. And that the point of that is to say that God, through his word, is calling us to worship him. And so this is formally being set aside as this time that we are going to do this. And then the people respond through song or through a corporate prayer. And then God, you know, he he announces his law to his people. 
which is good, and we, we should be rejoicing in that, but it convicts us of our sins, so then we there's a time of confession. Uh, a lot of churches will have, uh, uh, Reformed churches historically have had a time w- where either the pastor will give up a prayer of confession yep. or the congregation will bow silently and um, confess their sins to the Lord, and then the Lord returns with his 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 pardon, his assurance of pardon, that he does forgive us because if we confess our sins, the Lord is faithful to to forgive us and and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So and, and so that's the whole dynamic of corporate mm. worship is call response, call response. God speaking to us, us responding to Him, and then it all ends with uh, the Lord sending us out once again. Mm-hmm. With so the Lord gets the last word. He gets the first word. He gets the last word, and it's a dialogue. You, you you don't just sit and receive, but you, yeah. you do. You sit, you receive God's grace, and you respond. Yeah. Beautiful. Communion, right? Yeah. So, unless you're making a documentary, there, like, while Christians have basically stunk it up overall in making films, some Christians are making good documentaries. I've seen some good documentaries yeah, come out by definitely. Christians. Like they've, some of them have really done a good job. Um, there's a whole series of, of of documentaries on the Puritans right now that I'm I am going to get because I like the Puritans. Like for as messed up as they were, they are my jam. I love them. Mm-hmm. But not every documentary, Jimmy. Not every documentary eh, has the same kind of quality that Les might bring to the maybe, table. Maybe quality heart. Tone, uh, maybe spirit of gentleness and uh, love. I'm sufficiently uncomfortable. Wow. <laughs> Jimmy be hating. So I guess I, where Joe's going here is I, I I'm want, setting you up because this is where you wanted to go. Yeah, I didn't I want to go want, anywhere. I just want to hear your thoughts. I just want as a filmmaker. I want to hear your as thoughts. as a filmmaker as a filmmaker and a Christian and a Presbyterian. There you go. Uh, what are your thoughts on the upcoming? Uh, when you saw the trailer for Founders, the Synodoc uh, trailer. What's yes. it called? S- well, uh, by, by what standard? By no what standard, standard for graphics, obviously. But go ahead. Oh, come on, it's just it's a trailer. What do you you know? Uh, really, dude? I'm just saying. I I've seen Le- you've seen Les' trailer. I know, but I'm not the judging. I'm not judging the by the graphics. Of a, I'm of judging it. by the graphics. I'm not and judging the by the graphics. I'm, I'm judging by the editing. Yeah, I'm judging by the editing and the the messaging that's coming across and the way within looked, the trailer and the way it looked. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to hear your thoughts. Come on. You're a filmmaker, so You're what is your honest opinion of, because you had to have seen it a couple of times, what have you thought of, um, and listen, the theology behind the Founders Movement, that's our theology. Yeah, that's we agree with it. Eh, we don't really like the Founders documentary. We've talked about that a little bit. So, well, no, hold on. We didn't say we didn't like the documentary. We said like we trailer. don't like the trailer. Yeah. Jim keeps correcting me. No, no, I'm just being, no, I want to make sure we're very right. Clear. I am right. I know. Like, uh, again, For once, uh, we, what they're saying, and I think what the messaging that they're trying to get across, I think overall, we agree with. We do. We absolutely agree Intersectionality? with. Intersectionality? Exactly. Don't like that. Critical race theory? Don't like nah. that. You know? Yep. It's fine. These are things that we, we completely agree on. All right. But when it comes to the trailer, can you share some of your impressions as a filmmaker, as a colleague, as someone that looks at these things as it's 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 putting forth a message to a particular medium? Yeah. So, I providentially, um, I was kind of out of the loop when that whole thing happened. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people were talking about it, but uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I saw sit on the fence. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. they, yeah. So, so I, I I did end up watching it, and um, I wasn't really sure. First of all, I wasn't really sure what it was about. Mm. I wasn't really sure what they were 
what what the so the you're saying the was. trailer was was wasn't very clear. It was a little confusing for you. Well, but but I also think that the people who knew what it was about knew what it was about. Like the the the, the well, obviously the people. Of course, the people who knew what it was about. So knew what it was about. Let me tell you this. Get this out of your system. Go ahead. Joe's book. Uh, but I'm assuming that Joe, who wrote the book, knows the meaning about. of what's That's in the book. Like, it's very good. Thank you. You're thank you, Les. That was thank very you. insightful. Uh-huh. I'm so glad you're here on our podcast. <laughs> thank <laughs> I, you. Dude, I built you up. I just said, as a filmmaker, and you come with that? So what I meant was, okay, all right, fix it. what I meant by that weird statement that I said that uh, evoked that reaction well, was, was, everyone should have evoked that okay. everybody okay. was thinking what we everyone said everyone was just right. there going what alright all right. Less so he, said a dumb thing oh, yeah, yeah Les did say a smart thing that happens sometimes come on less is more come on what I meant was the audience that was supposed to was being communicated with right I, I think there was a certain audience that was supposed to be hearing the message that the trailer was directing it at um, they understood. All right, so the, you're, the, think, the, you're thinking the, those within the SBC would understand what was happening as a Presbyterian. Or maybe, or maybe even the people that disagreed were supposed okay. to be receiving a, me- a certain message. And okay. I, I guess what I'm saying is, as someone who I'm not really following a lot of the issues. You're Presbyterian, so it's a different, it legitimately is. No, it's, yeah. it's a different. You, there, you have no, Presby- I do. Yeah, we got, we got our things. You're in the yeah. PCA. So we got that, the revoice going nonsense on. going on. We can make a trailer about that. But I only know what's going on when you guys tell yeah, me. I, I actually don't know what's going on in the SBC. Right. So, and this is like an SBC yeah, yeah. insider sort of thing. And the people who are saying things they shouldn't be saying according to the founders, people are the ones probably that this trailer was directed at like to to hit nerves and stuff right yeah and even the questionable stuff in the trailer was either intended or not intended accident accidentally hit a lot of nerves right that they weren't supposed to hit what i don't know about accidentally but yeah yeah, uh, well i don't know i don't i don't know yeah well i know everything so let me okay no i'm kidding joe's gonna set you straight so what was your impression? So you you said initially, like I didn't really get it because it's not your tribe. You know, you're yeah, not you're exactly. not a part of that it's conversation. That's the so that's the, so I don't really know what's going on here. But the but for you as a filmmaker, the trailer wasn't clear enough, even for, for an outsider to really for an outsider. Get it. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I like I I got the impression that we're talking about race and we're talking about women preaching, lady that, lady preachers, lady preachers. That's probably going to be something lady, lady talked pastors. about. Yeah, it just it wasn't abundantly clear to me what exactly this you know what it was supposed to be about. So, what now I'm just curious. This is just me. This is not Jimmy. Pretty good trailer though. You like the trailer? Was that the quality? It was pretty good, right? Uh, it was like they had, like, you know, really simple yesterday. Either it was like, wow, that was a well done trailer, or like that was not very good. So which one? Is well, it? so like trailers are all basically made up oh. of like little snippets huh. with yeah. like uh, we know what a trailer bas- is. Basic we drops. actually know what trailers are. Well, like yeah. like you you give basic drops to mm. like important statements. Mm. And yeah. Stuff like that. yeah, we we. Knew so as far as like the impactfulness of using music to words it was i, th- I thought it was getting it across so are you running for like office the right logo now? the Mr. logo at the end politician <laughs> typesetting i'm not really sure what happened okay there, there we go okay what well, well, you want with typesetting that's what so Joe did. Bad. It was so bad. Why? It just didn't make sense. No, it, like listen, what? Brian Malcolm it, who is a that's what he does for a living. Like, it was written in word oh, by yeah. someone who doesn't know how to use word. And <laughs> I I am I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the guy who did it. I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure I do. And I 
I, I just don't know how that happened. It was just the weirdest. Maybe when it I, was like the raw, maybe it was like the draft accident, accidentally got yeah. put in. Well, you know, well apparently, apparently some stuff that was in there that, that wasn't uh, supposed to be in there, right? Yeah, yeah, there you it go. It was an accident. James Cameron. No, no, no uh, James, I don't think there was stuff that was accident. There was stuff that was intentional. It was intentional. It was intentional, then take Everything it out. Everything is intentional. Did the, they say it was intentional? Or did they say, whoops? I, 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 the story I heard from, on, on, the oh, defense, on. on the defense was... Yeah. That the this they needed a silhouette of a woman that could be recognized as a woman, but it it, it wasn't supposed to be her. That's not what the creator said. Okay, okay, good. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not trying to yeah, be yeah, defensive yeah. in a way. The thing, that like, not even everything they said. you know as a as an artist as a as a creator. Yeah, everything is intentional. Like you're like obviously there are some intentional. There is but, there is like at a but, certain point like with my movie right now I'm kind of getting close to the end. So it's, there's some places where I'm like. I just need to throw some B-roll in here. I right. do not care. But, but the that point happens. is, is like, like when you're... Whoa, 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 where am I in your B-roll? You got the hair I got flip? you. I got you on my, my Calvinist hard drives from oh. last time. Oh, my God. Am I going to be brought in yeah, from Calvinist on this one? Let's see. Oh, man. Let's, Let's see. see. I like Apparently it. not. Recycle. All I know is, is like uh, James Cameron used um, the papyrus font for Avatar. Yeah. So uh, that's... But like, it worked. No, it didn't. It did. The movie was terrible. No, James no. Cameron made terrible. a lot of money. The movie well, I, guess that's, I guess that's it was really... a bad movie, but it made right. a lot okay, that, of yeah, money. Yeah, it made a yeah. lot of money. That's not the standard by which a movie is judged to right, be a good right, movie. Right, right, All right. right. All People right. thought it was good at the time. I Less. thought it was good. Listen, here's the thing. It's yeah, it's well, you super didn't like boring. It? No, it, it was. Oh, I liked it at the time. The thing that there's just something about it that doesn't age well. No, I'm gonna push back on this. I just don't care about it. It's got to be a good movie. Come, sorry, it's not rewatchable. You can't say that that's not you know a good movie when you you're talking about worship and you're going to freaking. What is it called? Doctor Strange with the portal analogy for mm-hmm. your whole worship. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know what his Why? point is, Les. I yeah, actually I'm not don't sure know what his point is. What no, is your no, point? Listen, listen, no, my, no, my thing, no, my thing is this. Like, <laughs> like, I didn't understand the trailer, but like they, the people that made it, the trailer. <laughs> the people who understood the trailer, Jimmy, understood They understood the trailer, the trailer yeah. you know? Because like, the people that made it understood it. So here's the thing. Uh, all goofing around aside, spirit and truth. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of the documentary that's coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's it, it. Spirit and Truth. If people want to, can they pre-order it? Not yet. Oh, wow, that's awesome, Les. Thank you. For yeah, that. I know. No yeah, um, cool. I'm really glad to help well, people. Well, I'm just not exactly sure when it's going to be done. But so the, the plan. You told me. Reformation Worship Conference, which is in October. October 27th is when it is. I don't know the day we're going to play it yet. But so they want to premiere it there. So Ref, wait, which one? Which Reformation conference? Worship Conference. Okay. It's in Atlanta. Okay. It's in um. Outside of Atlanta. Oh, that's right. That's in October. In October. Okay. But so if the, if you're going to that conference, you can. And I'm going to have a finished movie. Yeah. So so yes, it should be done by then, and then shortly after, it will be available to purchase. And I, I'll probably put up a pre-order very soon. Yeah, because people are going to want to get in on this. Yeah, baby. Now, what, uh, Les? How do they follow you online? How do they stay in touch with what you're doing, the documentary? Uh, your life, your exploits, your your learnings, your insights. Like, how do yeah, people? That's your your podcast that's not airing. Yeah. How can they find out that less is more? I I honestly don't know. Um, Wait, what? I got you on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well what, I, what's I, your just I just don't use Twitter anymore, though. Oh, um, I, should awesome. I give out my phone number? Like uh, my cell number? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So uh, people. Eight one five. What is it? Eight six seven five three zero. Oh, there you go. Now. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, we all know that one. Good job. Thank you. Are you on Instagram? What are you on Facebook? Like, some, you know, I, people, I am dude, on how Facebook. Do connect with you? What is this? Well, I mean, you, I, you're, you're going to sell mode, no you? movies. You're going to sell no movies. I could say, I could say, join the pub, but nobody wants to hear that. Of course uh, not, because the pub is a toxic okay, place. I don't need to hear that. I, oh, know, you I, need I, to hear I know how people feel about the pub. The pub I, is yeah, toxic. Yeah, I, know. I had to go back in because he posted a picture of us, and I had to go. I had to sign back up so I could see the picture. Just to like the it. pub is horrible. All right, dude, All right. you created a monster. Okay, thank you. Uh, you no, for real, like you should be accountable. So, like seventy-five percent of the people, you should be accountable. Seventy-five percent of the people in the pub are like awesome people, no, 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 and twenty-five no, no. percent of the people are I'm the antichrist. Sure that's what it is. They're all depraved people. I think that's that's. So, uh, how can people follow you? Is there any way that they can like see what you're doing? Well, yeah, you can. Um, you, oh, oh, I know what you can do. Here oh, we go. Good. All right. There's a there's a Facebook page for Spirit and Truth. Okay, cool. Okay. So you can follow Spirit and Truth. And there's also well, well, how do you get there? a website. What do you, what do you, just, type just type in Spirit and Truth into Facebook. I don't think that's going to work. Facebook.com slash Spirit and Truth movie. There it is. Oh, there and, it is. And there's a website, spiritandtruth.com. Ooh, that, you got spiritandtruth.com? Yeah. That's legit. That's I think. legit. No, no, I'm sorry. Spirit and see, I'm not. I'm not in marketing. Spirit and truth movie twenty <laughs> no, twenty. Yeah, that's the com. That's the problem with a one man show is that I do the marketing and I'm not in that mindset yet. Well, I have noticed. No, yeah, yeah like when we're sitting here trying to push people your way, and you're like, "There is no way. There is no. You can't yeah. get here from there." Uh, Spiritandtruthmovie.com. Spiritandtruthmovie.com. Listen, watch the trailer. Uh, when it's available, pre-order that sucker. You're going to want to watch it. You're going to want your family to watch it. You're going to want your church to watch it. Like, I'm really excited. Not just because, like, I'm, like, the featured centerpiece of the it, movie, but because I think it's, like, the issues are really important. For real. If he's the centerpiece, you're in trouble. What are you talking about? Just, I'm round. I'm a perfect centerpiece. Perfect centerpiece. Yeah, thank you very much. I'd have a s- little statue of Joe in the on mm-hmm. the middle of my table. My, oh, strange my fire. dining room table. That's what that is. Well... <laughs> We'd all love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctorDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. We got t-shirts, yo. T-shirts right there. But you know what else we got? September 28th, we got the Doctor and Devotion Conference on the West Coast. Best The coast. best goes only because we're coming. That's right. September 28th. It's only $40. Register today for this one-day micro-conference. It's going to jump to like $300 after a little while. That's so you not better true, register guys. now. That's not true. Just, but do go, it now. But go register. It's going to jump to like it's $300. Not, it's not going to jump totally to $300. It's not. I'm going to make it It's happen. not. I'm going to make it Fresh happen. pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Later. Later.